Hey, what's up, folks? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noel Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit, and joining me every week is my brother Pedro. Good morning, everybody. I'm Pedro, it's Creative Tech here at Adafruit, and every week we're here to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. This year we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects. Wow. Welcome, everybody. We're hanging out in the Discord chat room. Give a couple moments to let everybody come in to the stream as we kick it off. <laughs> yes, we're hanging out in all of the chats on Facebook, Twitch, you, you, the, the, YouTube. Me too. Periscope. What yeah. Else? Hello, everybody. We're live streaming here. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with the housekeeping in the beginning of the show, as we normally do. All right. Adafruit.com slash free. We can check out all the different deals that are going on. There are lots of new STEMA boards that are being added. Um, so for orders that are $200 or more, you get free UPS continental shipping. For orders that are $299 or more, you get the Circuit Playground Express. I'm going all over the place. For orders that are $149 or more, you get any number of these STEMA QT boards. There's a stack of them, a pile of them, if you will. Um, so you can get any of those. The selection is random per order. We can't change the one you get, um, but we'll make sure that you don't get the same one. Cool. And for orders that are $99 or more, you get the Adafruit Parma Proto. That's the half-size breadboard. Cool. So there's it. You can go to adafruit.com slash free and see all the different uh, tiers. adabox.com. That's where you can go to find out how many days are left. Um, if you were subscribed, this is how many days are left until you get yours, give or take. So uh, it's happening. It's coming, coming at you by the end of the month. Cool. Okay, what's the other intro? <laughs> Uh, the newsletters, uh, once a week, Adafruit does a newsletter that's focused on products. You can check that out going, by going to adafruit.com slash newsletter. And then there's one everyday newsletter. It's called Adafruit Daily. If you go to adafruitdaily.com, it's a standalone website. It's not attached to your account or anything. Uh, so, so that way we don't spam you automatically. But you have uh, options and categories of newsletters. Our favorite being, um, well, maybe I shouldn't say it's a favorite one, but we got some really nice ones. Uh, CircuitPython on hardware is one of the top ones we prefer. And uh, 3D printing, biohacking, maker business, and more. There's lots of little check boxes and categories, so check those out, adafruitdaily.com. Discord is where we're hanging out 24-7. It's the chat where you can chat it up, share things, tips, or get tips and inspiration. So check it out. We're hanging out in the live broadcast chat room, as we do uh, during the shows. But throughout the weeks, um, there's plenty of chat topics that you can check out that might interest you. CircuitPython, uh, the show and tell. Uh, there's even a spot for like cats and dog pics, of course. You need your dose of cat pics. And there's some help with Arduino, 3D printing, Adafruit IO, audio, radio, Raspberry Pi, wearables, robotics, projects, and more. Sounded good. I <laughs> think that worked well. All right, the CircuitPython meetings happen every Monday at 2 p.m. this week. It happened at Monday at 2 p.m. Sometimes, although on US holidays, it'll adjust. But for the most part, it is on Mondays at 2 p.m. And they are uh, held live in the Discord chat room. Um, they kind of were born from the Discord chat room. So shout out to the CircuitPython team for doing that and, and uh, being good sports about it. Um, yeah. What else am I missing? The newsletter, the Stemma, Stemma. There's 50, over Stemma, 50 Stemma boards. What an achievement. Um, shout out to Lady Ada for just cranking these out and going back and revising all the, all the older hardware breakout sensors, what have you, and adding that Stemma connector so that it, they're all plug and play. Um, brilliant. 
like that said, man. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to everybody hanging out in all the chat rooms. Yeah. Good morning, everybody, everybody hanging out. We got Blue Moon Storm Gaming. We got, uh, can't pronounce this name, but they are in Turkey. Got Robbie Stubb. We got a lot of people hanging out in the Discord. Good morning, y'all. Uh, shout out to Mr. Certainly Bruce, always hanging out. Mark Gambler. Got Jim Hendrick Hendrickson. And over on the Facebook and Twitch chat as well. Hello. Thank y'all for joining us every morning. Let's go ahead and jump into this week's project. Okay. Yeah, this week's project. We did a project this week, and uh, it's on the Adafruit Learning Systems. If you go to learn.adafruit.com, you can see all the new learn guides this week. How funny that Noah is a... Hello, Noah. That's my name, too. That's a great name. <laughs> all right, let me go to the learn. Uh, here it is. Here's the learn um, page. But let's do a overhead view of it. Yeah, so this week's project is featuring the Matrix Portal, brand new board that was released last week. This takes everything that you love about matrices and combines it down into a nice little board that has the, uh, was it M4 on there? With yeah, it has the M4, the ESP32, um, that's the coprocessor. Mm -hmm. So the ESP32 does all the Wi-Fi stuff while your, while your M4 will handle all the pixels and, and, and number crunching. Yeah, so there's an update to a previous digital SAM project that we did before with the Raspberry Pi a couple of years ago. Oh my goodness. Although we don't have to boot up into Linux to be able to visualize these really cool simulated digital pixel SANs. Yes. This is using the Matrix Florida to do all of the hard processing work for this in CircuitPython. Yeah, so it's super it, cool. We got a CircuitPython library as well as an, Ar uh, an Arduino library. So you can. Uh, it's using the UF2 bootloader, so you just double tap the reset button, and you can switch between Arduino and CircuitPython, and that's great. I have CircuitPython running on here, so if I go into CircuitPython mode, all of my libraries and my code is still there. Also, image assets like bitmaps and sounds, MP3s, if I had those in there. Uh, really awesome. There's so much stuff you can add to the board. There's already stuff on it. So the accelerometer is already on there. That's the LIS3DH, our favorite one. We've got lots of library support for it, so that's why it's on there. But uh, you get the STEMA connector. So if you want to add the thermal imaging camera or a some sort of air sensor, you can do that. That's awesome. It's you can plug it in and not have to solder it because it's it's using the STEMA connector. Go back in the in the back. There's so much stuff there. There's another STEMA connector. This is the three pin uh, bigger one. So if you wanted to plug in audio or something else that uses that STEMA connector, you can do that. You could probably also do power from here as well. My, I, I, I suspect that you could do that. And of course, you get your breakout pin. So if you want to add some potentiometers or some different controls to it, that's where you probably would want to do that because you have your analog pins. You also have uh, TX and RX if you want to do some UART. Um, yeah, the, as, as far as other components, these are buttons. So you have two user buttons that are right there. And then you have a reset button so you can quickly get to it. So it, it kind of fits nicely here. Is it that, not the reset button? I think it's button. on top. I think it's right. There you go. So if you just want to reset it real quick, you can do so. Awesome. Could also use it for changing through a bunch of the different modes. Uh, where did I put the Raspberry Pi one? I think it's in the other room. Okay, if you want to go grab, grab that, I'll talk more about the features. So it is designed for kind of solderless plug and play. So for powering it, we have these two uh, surface-mounted standoffs, and they come with these two M3 screws. And these are little power connectors. You just plug in there, and you just screw it in. So again, no soldering needed. You just need a screwdriver. Screwdriver is not included. Sorry. The, uh, the pin here for all of the Adafruit um, 
matrices that we stock, we all use the hub 75 connector. That's this guy here. It's just a 2 by 10, sometimes 2 by 8 um, header uh, with a 2.54 millimeter spacing or 0.1 inch spacing, whichever inch or millimeter you like. But that's already built on there. The, the header on there, um, it comes right off. So we want to take this off. Um, just do this, right? Yep, straight up. It comes right off. Um, this is a little extra piece that I added I'll talk about later. But there you go. There's the, um, the things already surface mounted there, so you don't have to solder that. It's, it's, it's ready, ready to go. So it does hang off the edge a little bit, but that's by design so that you can have access to it. And I forgot to, uh, to screw this in all the way. Uh, the screwdriver's right there, the red one. So that, that's a good little... So we are talking about that. This is there the old version featuring the Raspberry Pi Zero. So we have the bonnet on the top there. This is the RGB matrix bonnet for the Raspberry Pi. This was uh, three years ago. You could take a look at the difference of all of the different wires that we had to have on there with the Correct, yeah. separate boards that have like the LIS3DH on there to do the mm -hmm. accelerometer. So what we're gonna do now is just turn it on and I will interrupt you again once it finishes booting up because it takes quite a while. Yeah, you gotta boot, boot up, up Linux, Linux first, so that's, that's fine. So but, timer, uh, right. keep talking about that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, so it's got USB-C, USB-C, not USB micro, but USB-C. So that's where you're going to program it, and that's where you're going to power this. To make it portable, we just got this little USB battery, 5-volt USB battery, and it's got 2,200 milliamps of, of, of juicage. So that plugs in right there. It's already on. Uh, this is just a right-angled connector. We figured we'd have it going this way so that it's not pointing out that way, even though there's plenty of room. It's still booting up. Yes, I just have it in there so this, you can uh, see it booting up. This is, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's going to take a minute. Um, let's see, what else can I chat about it? Um, it's so, got an onboard NeoPixel. It's got some LEDs here, some, uh, some surface mount LEDs to let you know if you get in proper 5 volts and proper 3 volts. Um, level shifting is on there as well, so it, it'll run it nice. There you go, and there's our, uh, our sand demo. Um, here it is without the black LED acrylic, right? This is a, uh, what, 64 by 64? I a believe bit it's a 3232, isn't it? Yeah. So if we wanted to, we could take all of this out and just put this one board in there, and that would work. Like, that's, that's great. Um, I, have, I did do a little bit of cleanup, like, in terms of uh, the wiring. Like, this cable normally has two cables for daisy chaining, but I just cut it, spliced it, and made it a little bit neater. So that's why it looks like that. It's the only thing I did different here. Uh, and then this is something I literally printed in the morning. It's a, uh, there's, there's extra mounting holes in, uh, in this version of the, of the display. And uh, they're M3 holes, so I'm using M3 screws. And I just made this little battery holder so that we're not using a mounting tack. And I did that late uh, last night. <laughs> uh, this is Velcro, it's the strip of Velcro, so that it, it holds it pretty nice. Um, but yeah, it's nice that you have that extra set of mounting holes so you can make some more things and additions to it. Um, that's nice. What else can I talk about? The Black Lady Acrylic is in stock. Uh, instead of having these 3D printed clips, um, JP found this, these really good um, uh, sheets of adhesive called uh, pro, sheet, pro Tapes. And I'll show you a link to them in a second here. But yeah, that's, that's a great way to attach really easy way to attach this black LED acrylic to the front of your display. Because as you saw here, this looks great. I like that. They're nice and, and a little bit chunkier. And this one, they're very fine pitched and a little bit more harsh under the camera. So if you, you do want to have a display and you want to 
have it in your background of your videos or something like that, you should probably get some of this black lady acrylic. It really um, softens up the uh, the harshness of it and still retains the, the, the vivid coloredness. So black lady acrylic all the way. Cool. I guess we can jump into the learn guide or answer any questions. Making yeah, it's here. all good. So uh, this is the RGB matrix that we're using. We have quite a few in stock right now, and they're pretty good priced. So shout out to Lady for uh, getting a good supply of these. Uh, so it's the four millimeter pitch, 64 by 32. And uh, this is the PID. It's 2278. 2278. There is a bunch of more example code that's being uploaded just in time for a nice little launch that we won't talk about. But Yeah, you were talking about it. So we got that display there. All right, what else do we have here? This is uh, the actual Matrix Portal. Thank you, everybody, for purchasing it. That was the first batch last week. Thank you. Shout out to everybody who bought one. Um, if you want to get one, uh, go ahead and excuse me, um, sign up through this little box here. You can put your email, and um, you'll get a notification when they are back in stock. So there you go. There's a part of the page for that. What are the other tips you want to do if you really want this? Is just to keep this tab open and just periodically refresh <laughs> throughout the week. Okay. So you can be notified right away that like way as we do. well. Black Lady Acrylic is in stock. We just got a new shipment of it. Awesome. Uh, it's a 12 by 12 sheet. Um, so if you want to cut it down to size, you'll have to use an acrylic uh, scoring tool. Not too hard. Um, beats laser cutting, in my opinion. $10,000 cheaper. <laughs> just kidding. You, you got a laser cutter good for you. So there's that. It's in stock. Excellent. And then uh, we'll talk about the MIDI Featherwing in our prototyping segment. But uh, those, are the, those are the products that are in stock right now. Some not in stock. All right. So the uh, jumping back over to the Learn Guide, this one just has the list of all the products that are used. Um, there are these little magnetic feet that you could get that have the M3 screw on it. So if you want to use these, we have, uh, we're going to start stocking these. Um, they're out of stock right now, but uh, we're going to start stocking these. Okay, what else? We also have the cables. So if you want a USB-C with a Type-A cable, this is a really nice one that's like really small. It's one foot, 0.3 meters. Like that's the one we used. And then uh, this right angle connector here as well for uh, kind of slimming up the thing. Um, actually, we need to order this one, Pedro. I forgot to put the order in for this because it's like a better, instead of it going straight up, it kind of yeah, goes to the side. side. Yeah, I think that might be a better option. But yeah, we've got plenty of USB-C um, adapters, cables, what have you. Um, because moving forward, all of Adafruit stuff will be USB-C. Yay. All right. Peter said, yay. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's all good. All right, moving on to the 3D printing page. Uh, we have two handles, a left one and a right one. Is it the left one that has the cutout? Or is it the right one? I'm trying who to kicks? look at my image there. I, know, I, don't like, remember. I think it's the left one. Is it one. my left or your <laughs> left? So we did have to use supports a little bit for this. We're just using about 4% density, so it doesn't make a huge mess of the supports. And it's just to allow the little slot for the matrix portal to fit through. So not a big deal. You might be able to just do some um, bridging on it, depending on how good your cooling fan is on your printer. One of the things that we did right. use on this in terms of filament is this really cool thermal reactive um, filament so it reacts to heat. Let's see how fast I can do this. I'm kind of cold here. Uh, take a little bit, but I have another demo here. Had my coffee on Hold top on, of ready. this really cool uh, oh. coaster that you designed using the uh, little lattices from Let me the touch Mac it now. Pro. My hands are freaking fire. And it's just a little gimmick to see where. It's a little been, gimmick. <laughs> where you've been touching the handles. Right. 
So just this is our first thing. time playing with this filament. This filament's been out since like 2012. Yeah, it really has. My hands are too cold. Sorry. Yeah, it just takes a little bit. It doesn't really. So when it's printing, it's pink, and when it cools down, it gets purple. It's pretty neat. Mm -hmm. Great job with the, the. That's probably the best way to demo it is with an actual. Yeah, I posted uh, a video of uh, just testing like the how hot the pool was and. That's cool. You can see in it that it takes, it's pretty fast in terms okay. of uh, when you have a nice heat on it. Okay. So it's definitely not going to work now that we have the fan all on us. Let's see. Right. Yeah, That's why bit. I'm wearing a jacket because it was kind of cold. <laughs> That's the story behind the jacket. It's like, hey, and do you have a jacket in your closet? I'm going to steal this. <laughs> so you can get the uh, STL files for this as well as the Fusion 360 files. And I'll export the step files if you want to edit these since all of the matrixes yep, are sure. going to have different mounting holes. And if our supplier ever changes, you want to make sure that those are updated. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we'll have those available. Uh, the, they, screw, they attach with these thumb screws that are not included with the matrices anymore, but you can pick up a couple of these. Yeah. The cool things about these is that it has these little magnets attached, so you can attach these to, like, say, your fridge or something like that. Something metal. Or framing or anything, especially if you're doing, like, an air quality test or something like that. Now, the sensor on here, so you can quickly see what weather or any other of those stats that you want displayed on the matrix. Excellent. So you go, there's handles. Need it to be super strong. Yeah. And it takes about an hour and a half to print somewhere on those lines. I has idea. Could you slice it in half and then that way no support? Uh, I mean, if you have like some sort of pin that'll attach it, otherwise you are going to... The alignment could be an issue? The alignment, and I'm just thinking of the strength too. Uh, no, if you cut it in half like this half right here down this middle, not like down Maybe. here, just down here. Yeah, that might work. Print it. That could work. Yeah, kind of like how you did the Lego place mm -hmm. plates. That might work. Yeah. A little bit of extra step because then you have to print two things, yeah. glue them together, align them up, make sure you don't haze it's your work surface. It's not too much work to add the support I'm just saying. All right. Different I has idea. <laughs> cool. Thanks for the the fusion links. If you just click on that, I mean, some folks don't know, but it'll open this in a new tab. This is Fusion's web UI, and if you go to up here to the download, oh, well, there's step. Oh, well, there's STM, SAT, IGS, whatever you like. It's here. You want a DXF? Go for it. Uh, and then you can actually look at the model here. Um, that's nice. For free software, that's pretty cool, huh? OK. All right, I'm done there. <laughs> so you can get your STLs that way, or your, your stuff files that way mm -hmm. as well. All right, let's go to the assemble part. Putting the handles on, make sure that uh, the side with the data input pin, um, that's where your handle is with the cutout, because that's where the portal goes. Mm -hmm. So you put this in first, and then you can put the. Actually, the I forgot to mention, on. and I didn't realize until after, you can put it in at either order. You can put the uh, matrix portal on first, oh, or the just handles off. It. Yep, that goes right underneath. Oh, cool. So a nice so. little feature of that, which I did not plan. <laughs> it just happened, yeah. Power cable. There you go. It plugs right into the BCC and ground pin that are sticking out there. You yep, can reduce the cable if you want. It's slotted, so you should be able to uh, only plug it in one, one way. way. Oh, and then smart. something I mentioned there, which you did mention at the top of the show, is you did shorten that up and you removed the uh, sure. little splitter that mm -hmm. the cable. They're chunky. Come with. They're fun to solder. Chunky wires are fun to solder. Yeah, they're huge. It's like just melt so much solder on it. Okie dokie. The USB cable. Just plug it in. Plug it into any power source that has five volts. At least one amp, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, there you go. Sweet. The acrylic. So here's the stuff we're using, right? This is the stuff we got from Amazon. Um, I have the feeling that we might start 
including this mm -hmm. with purchases. Yep. Uh, so this is from Pro Tapes. Um, it's called Dashes, Glue Dashes. And tell me about it, Peter. You're the one who did it. I don't know. Yeah, so you just cut it up into little pieces, uh, just big enough to be able to fit on over the matrix display. And then it just press fits uh, the acrylic right on top. It has a really good hold on it. So one piece, you just chop it up into four different pieces, and that is just enough you to adhere it. You don't see it. It's no, it's translucent. It, 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 uh, you can kind of barely see something there, but no, you can't. Um, and it's on there. It's I haven't. It hasn't fallen off, and it hasn't removed. I'm sure you just pop it off if you want, but I don't want to do that. With some force, you should be able to pop it off. Um, it is a little tricky in terms of handling, so I did use some tweezers oh, to be able to sure. position it on there. Yeah, so tweezers all the thing I did not include or mention in that. Uh, so it might take you a couple of tries. Sure, there's plenty of in this. Uh, oh yeah, you only need like half, oh, it, it, one square. Oh, it sticks to fiberglass and cement, ceramics, drywall. Really good stuff. You won't believe. Carpet. Really? It bonds to carpet. I find that hard to believe. Like it's just cats and dogs. <laughs> it bonds to cats and dogs. Anyway, where are we here? That's it. You put the thing on. Excellent. Plug a lot more in. easier than yeah. uh, printing some corner pieces to uh, attach it. Is, it is, because that was a pain in the butt. <laughs> that was really a pain. Especially with uh, suppliers changing it. on you and then mm -hmm. having to uh, accommodate for the right. handles going on. There's a lot better. That's a story. We have the older version of this before we got the new supply. The mounting holes were different. We didn't know that. But thankfully, or maybe unthankfully, I burnt it out because I plugged in uh, <laughs> like a four amp power supply and I blew it up. So I had to buy another one. And when it came, I noticed, oh my goodness, it is different mounting holes. But that's the one that we want because that's the one that everyone's going to get, hopefully. Anyway, that is a little quick story there. So let me talk about the, um, the code right quick. Let me see if I can go into circuit Python mode. Um, let's, let's not do that. Because I remembered I have to plug it into my computer. Mm. I don't want to do that right now. But I can share, share with you guys um, some learn guides that are that you can. D if you bought the Matrix Portal and you're looking for some demo code, right? There are some some projects that you can check out. So I'll go to New, View All, and and I'll just pick some out. This is just this just dropped right now. I didn't even see this. This is the Halloween countdown for the Matrix display, and this is from John and Melissa, I think. There's a custom scrolling quotes board that um, ties into a JSON file, so it does connect to the internet. It's a proper IoT project. Here's another IoT project. It's built for the Matrix portal. That's the, the weather display. So if you want to share some, some bitmaps and get some local weather on this big, beautiful display, there you go. Check that out. I think it uses open weather or something else. And then we have one more. We have the Bitcoin value RGB matrix display. That's just the tracker for the Bitcoin. Really nice way to kind of get some idea on how to pull some data and show it and use display to display some bitmaps. There is another awesome one that's coming down the pike. It's uh, from Phil B. It's a moon phase clock. I can't wait to see that one. It's, I got a, a, a little preview of it since I can see guides that are unpublished. And that's going to be a real nice one. It's uh, going through its, its, uh, its review process. Super cool because it has the ability to go into portrait mode and landscape mode. Can I just show sign a bunch in of different formats for the moon I phases of it. In. I'll have to do like two-step stuff. I don't want to share that right now. But anyway, you'll 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 let the anyway. Okay, so the next stuff I want to talk about is the Matrix Portal Library. So the Matrix Portal Library is 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 fairly new. If 
five days old. No, it's, it's like two days old. And uh, you guys can check it out at uh, github.com slash Adafruit. And then you can either search for matrix portal or just type in Adafruit underscore CircuitPython underscore matrix portal. Here are some examples that are in the library. It's also a part of the uh, CircuitPython 6 beta library bundle. So you can grab it there if you'd like. That's where I grabbed mine. Um, but there are two examples here, the scrolling Bitcoin and also the same one, scrolling Bitcoin. It's just named differently. I think it's the same stuff, though. So if you're looking for how to kind of write some code for uh, the new library, this is a good example to do that. But as I was coming up with examples, I wanted to just do text scrolling. And there's a great learn guide here by Jeff Epler, who worked on the, uh, the what do we call it, the, uh, the matrix, the RGB matrix library for CircuitPython. Um, so I wanted to get that demo code running, um, which is the example two-line colorful text scroller. That's the example. So in here, uh, when you're creating the matrix library, you have to tell the code what my pins are. At the, at the moment, um, I couldn't find out what the pins are on the matrix portal. So you can find out by looking at the matrix portal library. Under the matrix portal library, there's a folder called Adafruit underscore matrix. This is where all the py Python files are. The one you want to look for is called matrix.py. In here, it tells you exactly what the pins are. So if you want to uh, write some demo code and you're not sure why it's not working, because the pins need to be right. So here are the RGB pins for the matrix portal hardware. Again, this is for the matrix portal hardware, the matrix portal library. So here are the RGB pins, right? And here are the RGB pins, like what they're actually named, D2, 3, 4, 5, and 6, and 7. Um, you have the clock pin, you have the latch pin, and the OE pin, which is like enable pin. So you have those pins. So as long as you know that, you can replace these pins here in their matrix object, and then this code will run just fine. Uh, so that is a little thing I had to figure out, but there it is. There will be documentation. It's being worked on probably right now um, by, by the core folks. Um, so if you want to get your stuff running right away and you're wondering, well, what are the pinouts? This will tell you what they are, the matrix portal library. I think that went well. Yeah. And there's a number of different um, uh, demo example codes that you can play with that are um, a part of the RGB matrix. You just have to remember the pins will have to update, because I think these pins are for the feather wing kit, the RGB matrix feather wing. These are the pins for that. So they have different pins. OK. There's my little tip there, little, little codes. I got Conway's Game of Life running on there, too, which is really sweet. Again, just update the pins, and it'll work. There you go. There's the pins. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward for Philby's eyes. He's making eyes for the matrix. That's like, oh, man. And it's all streak of Python, too. It's like, what? That's awesome. All right. Are we going to move on to prototypes, shop talk? Yeah. That's Answer pretty much questions? it for the project. That's we have project. some. Uh, <laughs> Comments here, uh, some good little commentary here on uh, the USB-C horror story uh, plot twist. You plug in the really? USB-C, you turn it over, and it turns out it was micro USB the whole no. time. <laughs> and then fun. we have some questions Alvaro was asking about. How much battery life can you get out of the lipstick battery? That's a good, I don't know yet. 
2200 milliamps, so I'm not sure what the current draw is on these RGB matrices. But let's leave it on and, and see what uh, what happens throughout the show. It's been on throughout the show, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not a great way to stand it up, but that is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, it can't go flat in the back, but it can go flat on the, on the face. Maybe we'll make something. It'll still fit, right, if I take this right angle connector off? I think it'll be more flush. Oh, not really, huh? It does, but kind of... Yeah, it just pokes. It just pokes out a little, out a little bit, bit. Yeah, that's why we like that right angle connector. Otherwise, you got that going on. It was kind of challenging to figure this out because it was like, well, the thing's hanging off the side, and it's not going to be as clean and neat. And the proportions are like, you know, this is double the length of this one, double the width or whatever. And this one has these chunky buttons, but you don't need these buttons because they're built into the PCB now. Right there. Yeah, it's always interesting to see the drastic difference in terms of slimming down a bunch of the components into one right. uh, compact little board. Ideally, this is like a sign. You would have this plugged into the wall. It's not battery powered, but you can do battery powered. That was the whole point there, I guess. Otherwise, we have the cable just hanging off to the side and we're doing this. Yeah. Cool. Super awesome. There you go. Whoop. All right, let's go ahead and jump into this week's What Are We Prototyping? Uh, yeah, it, it, let me do shop talk real quick though. Oh. So shop talk real quick. Um, we did a lot of CAD, uh, CAD uploading to, to GitHub. So the first thing we got up is the 3D model of the RGB matrix portal. So check that out. It's got all the components on it. Um, if you want to reuse them, go ahead, feel free to. Uh, we got a link. It's uh, github.com slash Adafruit. Just search for CAD parts. Uh, we did some updates uh, to the Gemma M0. It now has a very nice silkscreen. And the components are way more accurate. So check that one out. It's a nice update. Um, so if you're doing some wearable stuff or some embedded uh, props or something, this could be useful 3D model. We got a 3D model of the MIDI Featherwing, which is a new product that was announced, I think, last week or the week before. Uh, this allows you to add um, the DIN 5 MIDI jacks to your MIDI projects. Works with CircuitPython, Arduino, what have you. Uses UART. Another one we have is the Stemma display. This is the 128 by 64 OLED. That's monochrome, black and white. It's got Stemma QT connectors on it, breakout pins, of course, and these lovely mounting holes. We're using this in our MIDI project, as well as this one, because it's MIDI. <laughs> so those are all on GitHub. If you go to CAD, parts, Adafruit cab parts, and then you go to commits. There's a full list of the commits that I've done. We got a micro servo, the one that we're using for our fairy wings. The servo feather wing, again, fairy wings. The mini boost 5 volts, which we use in our Gemma flame torch. The motor feather wing, which I thought we were going to use, but we needed this, the, the servo feather wing instead. But I made the model anyway. Uh, the proto feather wing, it's the single one. The RGB matrix, I forgot to allude that. The, RGB matrix, the 2278, this one here, we have a 3D model of it so that, uh, so that folks can get um, the idea of the mounting holes. This photograph, is, it might need to be updated. This is not what it actually looks like. This is the old supply. You know, I, I know that because I know that the mounting holes in the new supply are actually in the middle, not off to the side. You could see the, uh, the <laughs> thickness of the frame. It's about like half of that. And it's, yeah, and it's half the thickness too. Yeah, how funny. Great photos, but you know what I mean. It's stuff when supplies change. 
OK. Back to the GitHub. And I think that's all of them. Yeah, so then the matrix portal and four. So all of those are there. Um, feel free to add uh, part requests to the issues tab if you like. And if you'd like to contribute, um, you can as well. I appreciate any, any contributes. Awesome. Cool. Alvaro says that the Feather Mini Wing is really cool. He's trying to make a pedal for it as soon as That's he right. finishes a compressor pe pedal that he's building. Yeah, that'd be excellent. Super cool. And we have uh, D. Lan on the Discord saying that he saw the tutorial tutorial on a, in a 2018 of a 3D circuit board uh, models inside of Fusion. Looks like the functionality has since been removed. What are you doing now to model the Adafruit boards? Yes, I use an old version of Eagle. <laughs> it's like version uh, 6.3, which I don't know if you can get access to. I, I'm sorry about that. But yeah, there, hopefully it comes back. That's all I can say. I'm sure they're rewriting uh, some of the functionality to Yeah, integrate. you can do it right now, but there's no way to like replace the component body right now, which mm. is really annoying. Um, so I need to revisit that as well. So you're going through all the comments. I think that's it. Okay, cool. Thank you. We're moving on to community makes. Uh, what are we prototyping? Oh, what are we prototyping? Okay. Um, I guess for next week. Continue to work on this very awesome MIDI synth. Yeah, you can call it MIDI synth. Yeah, this is a collab project with Liz Clark, Blitz City DIY. She came up with this idea of uh, making a CircuitPython MIDI kind of generator. So it generates uh, MIDI notes, and you have these little uh, knobs here, the potentiometers, the slider for controlling the BPM. You can change the key and the pattern. So there's a few different patterns, like minor triads, major triads. Um, what are the other ones? A scale. Um, it's kind of like an, arpe an arpeggiator. So it'll make some really nice notes, fifths. Uh, and a pedal uh, mode, which is kind of nice. The divisions of the beats, so uh, like a quarter note, um, an eighth note, six, one sixteenth note, and then the awesome uh, metronome is using uh, the, the little bitmap of Blinka. So as you change uh, the, the, the BPM, uh, her, uh, her animation is changing along with it. So it's pretty neat. And this is the Stemma. OLED display, the 126 by 64 OLED display. It's using the stemma connector. Oh, what's in there? It's the MIDI Featherwing. So it's using UART to control uh, a MIDI capable device. So what am I using for it? I'm using this guy here. This is the MicroKorg. Um, it's got MIDI in. You probably can't see that, but there, <laughs> there's MIDI jacks in there. It plugs in through there. Um, I got batteries in there right now, by the way. And um, you know, plug in your speaker. Plug in your MIDI cable, and then you can control this guy with CircuitPython. That's amazing. It really is fun. I have not played that thing in quite a while. And uh, it's really cool to not have to press any keys and just kind of play around with the sound design, because this guy is making all those melodies for you. Um, so that's really the update, is we added the MIDI Featherwing uh, per Lamar's request. So if you're going to have to model it and get it in there. And uh, I added the doubler Featherwing so that I can have all those extra pinouts. and. Uh, it's a good job on uh, daisy chaining all of the things. But uh, another addition is we did some nice uh, engraving on the back here. So that's super cool. And uh, some decals, right? I think we talked about that last week. But 
There you cool. go. It'll be fun. That's hey, if you want to next listen of what this actually sounds like, check out last week's episode. Or last nice week's little, uh, show and tell. We did a little, oh, yeah, yeah. little chatty chat about it. A little demi demo. Quick comment on the Discord regarding the Fusion to Eagle 3D model conversion. Yeah, right. Uh, Mark Gambler saying you can sort of do that if you assign a 3D model in Eagle and then export it to Fusion. Yeah, you can you can certainly do that. It's still just like for whatever reason, uh, the newer version of Eagle uh, creates a 3D PCB as opposed to like the traditional PCB. Mm. It's so weird. Um, yeah, I can't seem to find a good workflow uh, with the new version of Eagle. So that's still to be uh, kind of worked on. Like it'll work. It like renders it a little bit different too. Like the uh, it's the the traces are more 3D. Like you can see a little bit of trace depth. It used before previously it's just a, a bitmap or whatever they export. It's like a a decal that's attached to the model. Mm. Um, now it's actually 3D printed. It's like not 3D printed. It's just 3D extruded into the thing. But then they they took off the the ability to replace the component uh, for each part. So now it's like, how do I map them? Oh, I got to do it in the library. And then I map them in the library, and it's like, oh, it's not pulling through. So it's like this. It's still not quite there yet. It's definitely a yeah. rework of the code or it's, the way that the yeah there's libraries and components stuff. interact. Yeah. So there's some uh, yeah it's some a little bit dicey right now. Um, but that my secret is to use the older version of Eagle, man. That's it's that's what it is. I mean, if you got to do this for work, I'm sure yeah, that I you know. can. It's like, that's sort just of. the fastest way I know how to do it. I'm sure, there's somewhere where you could pull it from if you really needed it. I thought they had like old versions on uh, their servers somewhere. Maybe because I know for I know. like. Not. Uh, every time I switch computers and I forget to, you know, if I accidentally delete like Maya or something, I can always go into my dashboard and get like uh, pretty okay. old versions of uh, software that you purchased. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and jump into this week's community makes. Yep. Okay, really cool. Really cool yeah. one from Jacob. It is the right, community makes. Community makes. Every week we do a really cool time lapse of. <laughs> Massive. Some of it's a massive one this time. The <laughs> completely fill Jesus. the entire uh, print bed. This is Metroid um, Helmet yes. Summons. I remember playing this game. You do? I don't. Yeah, on the NES. It's a really cool game. They got the song stuck in my head, of course. This the is same as Aaron. a really cool, fully 3D printed helmet. Nice detail. I got all the grooves on there. One of the things I didn't include there was that bottom half, just because it took like what was it uh, 55 hours to sprint the top, and then I think that's including the little translucent uh, visor that we have there. It's a really cool, uh, transparent fillet. You did paint it. You painted it a little bit. I forgot. Yeah. You did that. Got a little bit of paint on there, and through that, here's what it looks like. It's nice, massive, Sorry, and it here it is with the back portion of that. Looks like a biking helmet or something. So on the inside, I did add some uh, like a, a stick of NeoPixels along with the what is this? The uh, one of the NRF uh, 52840s. The LEDs on there. Let me actually turn it on. Uh, you can barely see the lighting on the visor here it's since well lit, yeah. it's so well lit here. But there we go. And then I got to take my glasses off for that. Mm -hmm. And bam, it fits. Pretty cool. Yeah. Just need my shoulder pads and the rest of right, the right, 
the armor, and I'm good for Halloween. Right. <laughs> Especially this since Halloween. Sure. But definitely a really cool model. Nice detail on it. If you have the rest of the shoulder pads and everything, it is a really cool cosplay uh, little helmet there. <laughs> Some sort of thing. Yeah, it looks a little weird on uh, without having the rest of the armor on there. Yeah, it does look weird <laughs> a bit. But anyway, very, very awesome shapes. Mm -hmm. You just super glue these two pieces together. No special yeah, welding. Yeah, so what I'm doing there is just cutting the bottom there so you didn't have to have uh, any supports, as you can see in the video. The top printed uh, very well. You can see the inside of that. Oh, if you switch to the uh, camera angle there. Let's see the inside of that. It's just held on with double stick tape. You can see how smooth the bottom is in there when you rotate it at like, a, I think it was like a 45 degrees to get this very flat bottom. So I didn't have to have supports on all of the curves that are on there like that. That's where all of that would have gone. And it's just double stick tape holding the battery and the stick and the, and visor. the NRF. Yep, the visor yeah. as There's well. There's a buck, I think, for the, the, um, the model. Is, has a buck yeah. or is it something else? You can get the, the, the files do include a buck so you can uh, vacuum form the, um, the visor sense. Yeah. The, this is translucent filament, but because uh, I did have to print it thick so it didn't fall over inside of the printer, mm -hmm. you can uh, have it uh, vacuum formed so you can have like a completely see through visor. Yeah, okay. And this is printed at, I think it was like 0.22 uh, layer height for it. Oh. So it did print a little bit faster thanks to that. Okay. And of course, you can always do more weathering and all of that good stuff to really mm -hmm. get like a um, jump over to the full screen. Yeah, there. you could uh, sand it down, weather it, add some. Uh, oh boy, what is that epoxy stuff called? XT 3D or something yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. I've done that in a minute. Yep, but you could do that. This is just your run of the mill uh, red PLA filament from. The I don't even make it anymore. It's from Melt Ink, but uh, I'm sure yeah. stuff from They're like. Okay. Uh, whoever the supplier is now for whatever uh, run-of-the-mill uh, red filament should work as well. It does have some shine on it, so it's good That's great. There. I like it. And then I don't think they make this filament anymore either. It's from Filamentum. It is a green something. Uh, Clear green. It uh, does, they don't even make it anymore. Right, I tried. I, I had to look for more, and uh, I can see why they don't make it anymore. This completely snapped. Every time that I print yeah, with it. Yeah, some weird spots. <laughs> some dicey filament. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's but, take a look at the Thingiverse page. So shout out to uh, JTM or what'd you go? Uh, Jacob. Jacob on uh, Thingiverse for uploading this. Jacob has some nice renders of it, and I don't see any 3D prints of it, so that's cool. Oh. A couple makes, though. Oh, yeah, look, books are making it. Oh, wow, look at that one. There you go. Now that's a visor. Yeah. I like the purple one, too, by the way, but just this one stood out because... Uh, well, uh, it's some phenomenal uh, weathering work. See the black down there too, the lines? It's great, mm -hmm. and then the visor. Yeah, there's so much more that you can add to that. Probably some sort of decal or something, or acrylic. Yeah, I've had some gray, Punish really props. like that. Is this really punished props? Um, what is he saying? That's awesome. That's uh, Bill Doran um, and his, his crew. Oh, that's great. Very nice. Uh, how to make the visor looks like. Oh my god, we got to watch this. This is great. He's going to walk through all the process of sanding and, and uh, weathering and all the Very good cool. stuff. Yeah, tap plastics, um, acrylic, frosty ah. green acrylic. There oh, man. I love it when they do. Yes. <laughs> that's so cool. great. I had no idea. That is awesome. Great that work. makes me. Every, th every time there's a helmet with a 
uh, visor, it always makes me want to get a uh, vacuum former. <laughs> no, it does. You saw one at Michael's, huh? Yeah, it's tree. a little small, so I don't know if it would be able to fit the, uh, the, the particular visor for this helmet. Well, excellent. Thank you, Jacob, again. All right, all right. Let's take a look at some other makes. These are some things this week. Uh, we got our first make for the uh, LED Chase arcade game. Very, very awesome. This is another collab project we did with Liz. Blitz City DIY. Super fun, addicting little LED chase mm. game. It says, I like it. This is unstoppable fun. Yeah. There's the learn link. <laughs> Printed it on a Creelty Ender 3 Pro with uh, PLA. Very cool. We got another one here. This is the Star Trek Communicator. What is that oh. detail? That is some good detail there. Wow, looks like it's a resin print. Yeah. Uh, so the Star Trek Communicator, um, I believe it's an Arduino project. Yes. And it uses the, the Fona. Fona, the Adafruit Fona, which is a cell phone module. It uses like 2G. So it, re it makes real phone calls. <laughs> Look at the, the gems too. Like that's some really good work there. Um, let's see, modified the, the house, the, the modified. Um, it's a commercial baby monitor. What? <laughs> you put this baby monitor in there. That's great. The complete inside is modified to house the device as well as the buttons, lights, bezel. Only changes to the outer appearance are the additional buttons on the side and some changes to the LEDs. Colors that match the property more to order fit multicolored LED from the electronics. The buttons look really good on the side. Check it out. Uh, yeah, they do. Expand That's the, uh, so fun. that main hero. Right. There you go. That's so funny. Very Take cool. the baby monitor and, and totally retrofit it. Huh. This, is, this is excellent. I don't know what that's made out of. I was wondering if it's it like resin, resin or something. Very cool. Very, very cool. So there you go. All right, we got another one here. This is uh, a remix to our heat mm. set insert press rig. Many names. Um, little update here. It has like a cable holder. Very cool. Uh, three modifications. Uh, the top roller modified to use a 608 bearing. Um, a tri-plate modified to use some cap screws. Modified the counterweight to accept standard US quarters. Funny enough, the weight of the quarters uh, required is enough to buy the necessary mass of bearings. <laughs> that is so funny. That is really funny. Well, shout out to you, sir, for uh, posting a, a make of this. Also, just a side note, I got a comment about the files weren't working, so I re-exported them, and the person was like, oh, thank you, that worked. So hmm. if you had an issue with our step file or something, try it again. It's been updated. We got yet another one. This is the uh, the MIDI instrument that uses the uh, monochrome trellis board. This is an older Arduino MIDI project. Um, Revere 521 here uh, remixed it so that it fits a Pro Micro, and using the same library and code, but it's just using it's modified slightly. The case is a little bit slimmer uh, for the Pro Micro. It's a great one. A lot of fun on this one. It's a MIDI controller. This is cool. This is the uh, a remix to the Clue Bonsai plant case. Did you make this, Pedro? Did you design this thing, right? Or is this a completely new thing? No, that's one of my cases. Looks like it's been redone. It's a remix, yeah. So this is a remix for, I guess, the, the Bonsai Buckaroo, right? And it's drinking red water? Is it red water? Hmm. No, I guess so you can visualize it, maybe. Yeah. No, I think it's just the bottom is red or something. Oh. I don't know. Anyway, that's cool. If you want to do a, an IoT plant project with the clue, this is a great little setup here. 
and these uh, little clips, I guess, hang off the edge of the planter. This is kind of the first time I've seen this. I wonder what plant that is, Pedro. I think it is a tree? money tree. I think that's what it's called. A money tree. Yeah. Money, money. Money doesn't grow on trees, but <laughs> money trees. It's like a, a good luck uh, tree. Good luck tree? Yeah. No wonder it's called a money tree. <laughs> All right, let's look at the next two ones. This is the, another helmet, the SpaceX oh, Helmet yeah. Visor. So uh, printed on the Creelty CR-10S Pro, very similar to the one we have. Uh, so shout out to uh, the person here for posting uh, in their make. Yeah, that one's a super fun one. That was very fun. I really like the way the visor uh, has a little hinge on it. Right, great little make code project too. And then the last one, this is a great one. This is the, uh, the camera case for the Raspberry Pi Q camera, uh, modified so that it works with a, some sort microscope. of microscope. Um, very nice. I like the comment here, it's pretty funny. So. The design is not as accurate as I hoped. The assembly was a pain. But it's free and it does its job. <laughs> <laughs> and then it says update. I scrolled down the page and saw the animation instructions for the assembly. Whoops. Yeah, pro tip. Um, Read all of the instructions. Yeah, click on those learn guide links because you'll be surprised how much, um, how thorough they, they are. So there's this pro tip. Yeah, a lot of these guys are written for ourselves, for our future selves, so we can they go are. back and figure out how we built this thing, or how we coded this thing, or yeah. how did we cut that thing, or where did that what is that wire go, length? What's the wire length? What was included with things? Because you know, I've never you're doing seen a... anyone include wire links. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, manner, um, excellent. It did its job, huh? Okay, cool. <laughs> Sorry. It's free and did its job. Oh, look at that. We got Sam just giving us a thumbs up. Yeah, we got some really good comments on here Thanks, regarding Yanni. that. Alvaro is saying that the helmet is uh, uh, big enough so you can add one of those tiny FPV cameras for drone races so you can see where you're walking if you That's don't have a, a vacuum idea. former for the uh, visor. That's a great idea, for sure. Okay. Then lots of comments on the Star Trek communicator. Yeah. Nice little commentary there. It'd, it'd and big ups to, to, to punish props. To bring that into the uh, into the CircuitPython uh, universe. Mm -hmm. Have a, uh, a cell phone project that's uh, CircuitPython. All right. That is, I think, the show for this week. There's plenty more that we're working on. You can check out the show and tell coming up later tonight. You can see yeah, some so of the previews. Yeah, so we invite you to come on if you have anything you'd like to share, whether it's something finished or you're just getting started. We'd love to see it. Um, so check, check out um, at 7.30 p.m. every Wednesday. You can join in on the Discord chat, and that's where we'll drop the link in the live broadcast chat room. Uh, a couple minutes right before 7.30, so maybe 7.20ish, get your mic ready and your camera. And the link gets dropped in there. We only have about 10 slots, but as folks show, they leave, and that opens up the slot. So pro tip, just wait if uh, you really want to get on. And um, yeah, let's see. Uh, shortly after 7.30 at 8 p.m. is Ask an Engineer for Hour of Lamar and Phil, new products, CircuitPython on hardware, and much, much more. On Sundays, Lamar uh, does streaming. So this Sunday that just happened, Lamar had a nice stream. Um, search for DigiKey. So check it out every Sunday around uh, 9 p.m. Eastern time. And then on Tuesdays, JP's got his new live stream. JP's Pick of the Week happens every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern time or 1 p.m. Pacific time. JP's got two shows. So tomorrow is Thursday, and that's John Park's workshop at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Yes, more hints on what's going to be in Ada Box. Was it 16 that we're on now? Yeah. 
16. Lots of cool examples, code, and more coming out. So definitely make sure that you are subscribed and your, all your info is up to date. Yes. So you can get those shipped out pretty fast. Coming up soon. Cool. Um, yeah, we got all it. the things. I think that's Excellent. it. You guys have been watching 3D Hangouts. It happens every Wednesday. You saw it happen on a Thursday. Yeah, many years ago. We're, we're approaching episode 300. We're, yeah. This is episode 298. Mm -hmm. uh, so thank you. Uh, for... I have nothing special planned. It's yeah. Another show? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we another... We'll continue doing all these every single week. Unless uh, there's a hurricane or I have a baby. <laughs> right. That one time we'll you had a baby. Two times. Be here every week. Yeah. All right. With that, don't forget to follow us on all, all the socials. You can see all the cool stuff coming up. Uh, Lamar and Phil post periodically there on some of the sneak peek stuff coming up. So don't forget to check that out. Uh, check out the discord.gg slash Adafruit yep. to be up to date on the stuff going on. Discord. Thank you, folks, for joining us. As always, as always, remember to stay safe out there and don't forget to make a great day. A great day. Bye, See folks.